I go to play a spell. Yeah. They cast deny with a karma, which means karma also <laughs> cast deny. And all of a sudden I'm staring at my deny going, I need two of you. I need two of you. <laughs> Where where's your brother? <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> doing a head count at the end of the field trip as a chaperone and you yeah. realize you're missing your kid welcome to casuals of runeterra episode 17 i'm your host ryan here with your other host hetch uh, and we have a good one. We I'm have excited. a good one. I, I, um, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> Avatar has brought us to this moment <laughs> that we've been waiting for. And that's right. And this episode is brought to you by, well, nobody. Nobody. No, we nobody. yet to have sponsors. <laughs> this episode's brought to you by Ryan. Thanks, exactly. buddy. <laughs> Thanks for sponsoring and hosting the show. <laughs> I got a joke for you about that after this uh, oh that I saw recently. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, stay in the game, housekeeping. Uh, so you can listen to us everywhere as usual. Uh, follow us on Twitter. That's the easiest way to keep up to date on episodes. That's at Podcast Core. That's C-O-R. And then you can send an email to Gmail at the same name. And then like, follow, short review, comment, the whole stars joke. You know how we do it. Uh, and tell a friend to follow the will of the Celestials and listen to the casuals of Runeterra podcast. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lift the veil a little bit on how this works. So we we because we're not like obviously we're in the we're in 2020 like we can't we can't do this in person right now. So we have we are set up so that we can have webcams and this is you know a natural you know work together. And I have to watch this man's whole demeanor just change into a like just the the most crap eating Sna- grin on the Snake planet i'm just like like I, i'm about to ruin this whole man's career just looking at me and i'm like man i, I hate you right the cat's out of the bag stay in the game stay in the game um yeah so i have been playing a lot which has been great uh the spirit blossom event is still going on and i'm playing noxus bilgewater aggro which is a deck i never thought i would touch but as we spoke about in the last episode uh, a lot of mid-range is popping up, and usually mid-range forces control, but control decks really haven't gotten a foothold uh, with the changes that have come at the top end. So I went back to my roots. I'm an aggro player, tempo player, uh, and I enjoy that the most. So I just said, screw it. I'll just push through against these these uh, mid-range decks. Uh, delve, or not delve, sorry. <laughs> Wrong game. <laughs> deep, deep decks. Deep decks are a struggle for me. And the Ash Sejuani deck is tough for everybody, so that's not a big deal. But I'm still getting a decent record against those. But every other deck, I'm pretty much rolling over, and I destroy opposite aggro decks, which I'm not seeing a lot of. You're seeing some of the the Jinx tempo come out, and Draven's making a comeback. So, yeah, that's what I'm playing now. What do what do you yeah. up to? I and just kind of off of that point, yeah. like I've been seeing a bunch of discard decks. Like the the yeah. changes to the discard has been so exciting just yes. for that whole deck set, which um, I ended up making like uh, you know revisiting Jinx and Draven aggro, mm-hmm. and like I'm I'm hot I'm I'm right there in that seat. I'm nice. trying to play discard aggro, getting it's a hard dumpstered. deck to play. 
I'm getting dumpstered by Noxus Bilgewater decks, <laughs> you monster. Um, and uh, but I mean, the one that I was playing the most, which I have spent a lot of time complaining with you, Ryan, about, was mm-hmm. uh, a a deck trying to use challengers because I thought I was super smart, and it turns out that I'm not. I am, I am as dumb as I sound. Oh no! So it's so you know like yeah yeah it's 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 been a rough week in the Runeterra world for for Hetch over here. That's hard to hear, man. What's not hard to hear is the main topic. So <laughs> legends, the legend of karma. <laughs> legend of karma. Um, this is an interesting one because I think karma in general. And we'll get to her towards the end here. This episode's going to be all about her and Karma's story with the re. So remember, Karma had a story. League or Riot rewrote it. People didn't like it, so they rewrote it again. <laughs> yeah, and this put us in a place where during that time frame, you had so many more characters come out, especially Celestials, which we'll talk about a bit. Um, not all in this episode that kind of opened up that world. So this is going to be a very open ended episode when we talk about her because we're going to go back to certain stories specifically to give you guys more more chunks of information but for now we're gonna get to our first spell which is yeah and we're gonna be talking about ritual of renewal right and uh you know first off first off like this card on paper if you don't look at the mana cost and you think of it of any other card game it just seems like a go-to auto include for control Mm -hmm. because it's heal uh, heal an ally or your nexus for seven and draw a card. Yeah. And it's like, hang, that's, it's like, okay, it heals and it replace, it cycles itself. Auto include. But this is Rune Terra and this is a seven mana slow <laughs> spell. And, um, and I, I'm just, I'm going to issue a challenge to you pretty early on here, Ryan. Yeah. When's the last time you ever saw this card played? Never. I think in some expedition match where someone had no choice. Yeah, I I've played it a decent bit, and by I've played it a decent bit is that when every time I have dabbled with Lux Karma or with my Shin Lux Barrier Tech, I have the um what is a Mage Seeker yeah uh, Yeah. Inquisitor. So I've got him, and it's like oh, what's my Death Rattle effect? Or well, the my last breath. Yeah. My last breath. Oh, it's ritual renewal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go next. But, Go yeah. again. <laughs> but I mean, it, as far as like on flavor, like the flavor of this is definitely very much like a karma yeah. kind of card. You know, it's like uh, always pers- pushing and pursuing for balance and then if there is if there is something that has a void in it or if you know in the spot of death renewal will come and that's like the circle of life this is all in balance and this this fits this fits a lot better into her older or her second revision or sorry her second storyline because in that storyline she was more of a passive character so she believed in the concept of let the damage happen and it will heal itself, which kind of fits yeah. with this being so high costed and so slow to heal yourself back. Because seven mana is, or seven health is half your health, essentially, in this game. So that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, 
and that that um that total is also really important when you consider like not being able to like overheal and stuff too. Exactly, um, and, and you're right. More difficult it, to play, yeah. Like, it does fit more with the second story because then you know the Avatar Kiyoshi takes over. Yeah. Um, so any Avatar fans out there, you know, just go ahead and hit us up with that. Uh, and if you're not an Avatar fan, get started. You have no excuse. It's on Netflix. Everyone has Netflix. And our next next spell here is our follower, the Green Glade Elder. So yet another card that's not played by anyone, um, but it is it is played in the slower format, which is Expedition. Uh, the main reason I chose Green Glade, so it's a three cost one one. Uh, since we have the power, we're gonna go ahead and say they might buff this in the future and change it a bit, um, so it sees some play because it's a cool art card. It's a cool card in general. Uh, it has the ability that when I'm summoned, grant allies in hand plus one plus one. So the reason is not played in standard. Uh, there's too many. Uh, there's too many variables that need to be correct. So you have to first of all be playing a character heavy deck, right? Creature heavy deck. So that kind of nullifies spells. You have to play this on three, which unless you're ramping in some way at that point, which it's not real before three, uh, you can't really get him out in a timely manner. He's a one one. So he dies to everything. Uh, it's essentially a chump blocker once you play it and it buffs your hand. But that essentially sacrifices the turn. It's not meant for the speed at which standard currently moves. Uh, unless you can do some tricks with it that I'm not aware of, you're not going to see this unless they change this a bit. But the reason I picked it is because of essentially the concept of the Green Glade Elder and the set, the concept of sacrificing for the whole. It's for the many rather than the, the single, right? Um, which once again plays into the story of the new one, the dynamic between um, Irelia and Karma, which we won't get in Irelia, but. When decisions are made in Ionia before the Noxious Invasion, you gotta remember everything was, hey, we train in martial arts, we learn these things, but we don't use them. It's just for discipline. It's not meant to be used in defense or offense. It's just to, you know, center oneself. And when Irelia made the decision and said, screw it, we're fighting back, it affected a lot of people and it wasn't everybody's decision. Um, we won't get into politics, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great theme here that's within this card, and I do hope it gets buffed at some point so we can see yeah. it. I would definitely love to see a buff on it because I think even with a buff, the way that Riot has been handling Runeterra, a buffed version of this card is still going to be pretty. And he is kind of buff for an old man. Well, that's like, not what we're talking about. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, like if this card gets buffed, it's still going to be a meme. This is yeah. a meme card. And it's hard to build around, especially when you consider it's three mana. Let's look at one. One. I'm going to mention one three mana card here. Loyal Badger Bear. <laughs> three, four booty. That booty. That booty. And that, this is what you're competing with. And it's a one, one. Yeah. Yeah, this is a meme that's like for all intents and purposes has stayed a dream. But yeah. I, I mean, if... It, if it gets buffed, I'm definitely going to try to build around it again. <laughs> yeah, I would like I would make it a one three or an O four or something like that, where you're you're buying yourself that turn, but you also have the blocker at least to block twice. That would help, but who knows? Um, we're usually kind of uh, fourth, like we have forethought on this, and obviously Riot listens to the show because a lot of the changes we talked about. But anyways, <laughs> this takes us to uh, the madam of the show. Uh, karma. So, Hedge, tell, tell us a little bit about the latest revision 
of the oh, karma story. Okay. okay, so for all you Death Note fans out here, we're going to be taken from... Um, and if you're not a uh, Death Note fan... Get started. You have no excuse. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is going to be uh, for like in the Death Note comparison, the manga uh, adaptation <laughs> instead of the live action. Lord have mercy. Um, but yeah, so the, the most recent story of Karma is that uh, Karma is the embodiment of an ancient Ionian soul. All right, mm-hmm. it. And we have been going through all of our Ionia uh, champions so far, constantly kind of pointing towards the the last Airbender storyline, mm-hmm. because in big part because of karma, because karma is this immortal soul that ends up transferring from one conscious being to the next. Yep. And there's this long line of karmas or a long line kind of in Buddhism would be your Dalai Lama. Yeah. Um, And so it goes from one person to the next. And then that person holds on to the knowledge or uh, they see it as visions, which we'll kind of get into. Yeah. Um, And so what we know as karma ended out starting as a young girl named Darha. Mm. Uh, that is the pronunciation we are going with. Do not comment. Uh, well, you you can comment on it. We're just not going to reply. Uh, <laughs> and, and when you do that comment, just leave a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm over it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so Darha, Darha is a young girl that was growing up in the Shansen province mm-hmm. of Ionia. That's also the pronunciation we're sticking with. <laughs> and, and Darha, from a young age, was being brought up to work in the healing huts as far as healing, dealing with a with the sick and elderly pretty much but in the healing huts would be this tribe's version of a hospital Mm -hmm. she's basically learning to be a nurse but she was constantly plagued with these visions and all of these memories what felt like memories to her but it was from times long before she was alive Mm -hmm. and darha had no idea what was happening to her until one day a group of monks came to the and came to her tribe looking for the next karma mm-hmm. because the previous karma had passed so karma would end up moving into a new body and unlike a lot of the popular stories uh most the my favorite one being legend of Korra, i'm the avatar deal with it we <laughs> we don't get that what we get is the these monks looking for karma they don't find karma yeah. and then they go well bye guys and they go to leave <laughs> and, and then darha has to chase them down going wait wait i am spartacus <laughs> please it's me it's me take me with you i don't know what's happening to yeah. me fix this and that is how Darha becomes karma. Yeah. So she gets taken in by these monks and ends up being trained to tap in to the knowledge of this immortal spirit. Mm-hmm. And like all of the stories that we have kind of come up with is that all of these reach ahead when Ionia 
goes to war with Noxus. And <laughs> it's kind of a misleading statement because Noxus goes to war with everyone. Yeah. And Ionia is a peaceful nation. And so Noxus ends up invading. So now we have Karma who – throughout all of her training ends up constantly arguing not only with the monks training her but with some of the ancestors that she's finally learning to communicate with of like hold on a second yes we should be striving for peace and everything but sitting around doing nothing is not the way to do it yeah and karma ends up battling herself over this ideal uh, this idea of being complicit until Noxus ends up invading and then she goes, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. And then this is why I keep bringing up Avatar Kiyoshi. It's a very close resemblance, yeah. Because, because in the Avatar series, Kiyoshi is the Avatar of like, yo, nah, nah, I'm done. the Avatar. And then this, I'm, I'm going to put my foot down. And Very big we're fault. not going to deal with any of this violence. If you're going to come in here with <laughs> violence, I'm going to respond with violence. Yep. And the karma ends up uh, – uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, my notes are all scattered brain. I don't have the, the ship here. Yeah, um, the, ship, the ship scene that kind of yeah. pops everything off. Yeah, and I don't have the ship name, so everyone forgive me. I'm so sorry. But uh, the, um, as with – with a meeting between the generals of Noxus that are invading mm-hmm. and with Irelia and Irelia just kind of at this point, which I, hopefully we can get later on into Irelia's story because yeah. I would love to see her in the card game. I think we can, um, we can talk about that. She essentially forms a militia of farmers and, you know, the labor force to take stand and start pushing it in their favor. Yeah. And that is and it is important to point that out because it wasn't like an organized army. No. It was the closest thing to an organized army that Ionia was ever going to have. Yeah. Because it is overall a very peaceful nation. Like mar- martial arts like you said was practiced to find balance yeah. and to also keep up your health. But while they are trying to negotiate a peace, which Noxus is like, we will negotiate this when you become Noxians. <laughs> <laughs> Karma, Karma ends up going, you know what? Hang on a second. And then ends up kind of spirit bombing yep. this whole ship and unleashes the power of this of the Ionian soul, the spirit, the celestial being that is the spirit of Ionia. Yeah. And what we've seen in the other stories, like most uh, most relatable to our show would be Anivia. Yeah. Just this unimaginable amount of power, this power that human minds can't be wrapped around, unleashes it on this warship. And this is what kind of ultimately brings an end to yeah. the immediate conflict that Ionia was suffering under is the like, holy crap, the, our boat just got nuked. And it's gone. <laughs> like, everything is just gone. It's just gone. And, and, and I think, I think that's a great place to kind of stop it. Right. Because that's when we start getting into the concept of celestials and how powerful they are, what role they play, considering Anivia are, they're more of beings where celestials embody things. And they're, they're like, um, I forgot the term that they use in, in um, magic for those kind of uh, like godly embodiments that roam the earth and affect things um, versus just those that watch the land, right? 
um, that they embody. But I, that spirit bomb is a great thing to kind of talk about her card because yeah. that's essentially how it works is karma's the poster child for enlightenment um, when it comes to the mechanic in the game. So she's a five cost four three that at round end, she creates a random spell right in her in hand. And then she levels up once you're enlightened, which means you hit maximum mana cap, which is 10, right? Um, and that's when you get into spirit ball mode, right? You're charging up, you're charging up, you're charging up. And finally, she turns into a 5-4 and she creates, uh, when you play a spell, she casts it again on the same yeah. target. And, and that is that is like the, the key point to focus on is like it's um, like it's not technically like a copy because like when you're thinking of creating a copy especially yeah. in runeterra most of the time it's putting a copy into your hand yeah um it, or it's giving you a copy of that spell no this is just no she casts it again <laughs> so like one of the most annoying things to have learned when i was playing in beta and learn around this was like okay we're playing control v control i have a deny I'm going to sit on this deny. So this way I can get rid of any effect. I go to play a spell. Yeah. They cast deny with a karma, which means karma also <laughs> cast deny. And all of a sudden I'm staring at my deny going, I need two of you. I need two of you. <laughs> Where, where's your brother? <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Doing a head count at the end of the field trip as a chaperone, and you yeah. realize you're missing a kid. It's definitely one of those effects that end the game, right? She's meant to be a game ender, and at this point, you hit surrender and you move on with your life. And that's that's the cool thing about the card and then the uh, effect and the lore as well. But we'll come back to karma and this whole concept of celestials. Like we will go yeah. back to you know things like Anevia. Um, yeah. but it's, we need to, we need to do the fate of the game, fate uh, of because the game. it still plays in the Carmen a bit where the spirit blossom event got extended a week, which is good. Woo! Yeah. So all, all those people who aren't grinding, like the guy I told Hetch about that halfway through the, the event, he already had everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, they extended it a week, and they also had a promise of a surprise event announcement at the end um, that will last an additional week whenever it happens. So they kind of, you know, it's great because once again, Runeterra, they're giving us, or Riot's giving us these events. They're giving us all this content, but also holding a little bit back because you need the surprise element. You need the buildup to keep that momentum throughout the year, uh, especially with everything crazy going on, right? And giving people more time to play because we have more time since we're now at home or everybody stuck at home is, is great as well. How do you feel about all that? I, I, I think it's really exciting because I know one of the things that we talked about the most when we first got the announcement of the Spirit Blossom Festival was that we wanted it to do well mm -hmm. because if it does well, that means that we're going to end up getting more content into Runeterra. Yeah. And the fact that they're extending it a week, to me, it only shows a like thumbs up, good signs of like, hey – this is working. This is going great. We want to give you guys another week. And which is also helpful because like, I'm not that dude that you played that clearly hasn't slept since the event started. 
Um, I'm like, I don't have any aspirations of being able to play enough to where I'm going to unlock everything, yeah. but I'm, at I'm least they're giving me here. a chance. Like I went to sleep. <laughs> all right. Like, yeah. like I, I'm an old man. Like I gotta have my, my beauty sleep. Like I can't be playing nonstop. Um, but I, I'm, and I'm also excited because the, that means that like for me, the next event's just going to like it could only go, be bigger, right? Like they gotta keep, yeah. they kind of keep giving us cool stuff. Like, come on, like it's, it's exciting times, man. Well, I'm gonna keep giving you cool stuff, which I always promise you, so you can get excited oh, for this. This is, isn't cool. the challenge of the day. Is simple once again. I'm I'm going easy on you lately. Uh, what is your magical word? So, like any magician that would say voila or ta-da or whatever before he does something spectacular. What is your magical word? And mine is bundalo. <laughs> Hedge has left the building. Hedge has got up from his seat and has left his house. Oh, I hear the car gassing up. Oh, he's now revving the engine and he's gone. <laughs> bundalo. <laughs> What's your magical word, Hedge? Come on, wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Uh, hang on a second. I have to recover from you. From, from you. <laughs> huh, okay. Reach my deep magic into your word. soul and find the word. My magic word is uh, going to be a tip of the hat to the dearest woman in my life. Yeah. My, my little old grandmother. And so my magic word is matraca. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Does that have any meaning? Like, does it have a specific? No, no. The matraca is like a generic brand um, little toy doll from like the 30s okay. in Cuba. And that's what my grandmother screams whenever she doesn't know a word. <laughs> that's great. And uh, like it used to be when she doesn't know a word in English. It, it also goes for Spanish, too. Like she'll forget <laughs> mid-sentence of like, hey, can you pass me the that fork? And it's like. And it's like, uh, oh yeah, Papucho, uh, dame, dame lo, uh, la matraca. <laughs> and and the just, fork appears in her hand. And then <laughs> like, you're just staring at her like, you're, you just asked me to pass you the, it's like saying, pass me the cabbage patch. Yeah. That, that's basically what okay. it translates to. And then, so then you're looking at her in the middle of the kitchen. What's a cabbage patch? <laughs> that's great. That's a great. That's a great one. That's a great one, man. You, you never fail to step up to the plate. Uh, but that's it. that's it for this episode. And as always, thanks for listening. And we'll be back soon with the Thank next you everybody. episode. <laughs>